Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast, y'all, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is your main man, Crazy Crockett, aka Andre's Podcast, aka it's the Crazy Dre Podcast show. It's me, friends, family. Today we're going to talk about you know so much sports, so much games, so much controversy, so much everything. My buddy Parlay Sean is here with me. It's so great to be here, Mr. Andre. Happy New Year's Eve. I hope everybody had an amazing Christmas. Yeah, I hope so too. I mean, and I hope you guys uh, play it safe. Uh, don't drive home drunk or anything like that. It's like your father's here telling you this, but it's true. I mean, New Year's Eve, it's probably a good thing it's a Sunday. But remember, New Year's Day, most people all have the day off of work. Yeah, yeah. I have to go work at the hospital tomorrow. I have to go to work too. So that's why I can't go out and party. It'll be my second New Year's Eve sober. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. So, you know, we're a little over a year and six days now, and or five days. Um, lots to be blessed for. I mean, I guess, once again, um, if you're struggling with anything, this is this is the holiday season, and we're still, go, I mean, this goes all the way back to Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's and 2024 and everybody trying to get rid of certain things and starting the exercising and New Year resolutions and stuff. Maybe you're trying to get rid of an addiction. Maybe you're trying to just make your life better. Uh, know that there's a lot of things or a lot of people that can help you in certain things if you do need the help. Um, if you do like to drink, just make sure you don't get behind a wheel. Um, I'm talking from fucking experience. Um, it sucks having DUIs. It sucks having to piss away money with lawyers. It sucks being in a drunk tank. It sucks being in jail. Um, it's never fun being on probation. It's never fun shit like that but I wouldn't be where I am today so I'm not going to sit here and dwell and cry and bitch about it I'm just saying it because in God's grace I'm still alive and in God's grace I didn't kill anybody so if you're struggling with anything um, obviously there's help go have fun tonight you know the Griffins are in town um, maybe you're going out for a nice dinner uh, maybe you're just going to watch the ball drop and cuddle with your girl, your wife your girlfriend significant other maybe you're just gonna watch football but i hope everybody has a good start to their new year yeah yeah that's the way you put it yeah yeah from my experience from sean everything's about making sense of life uh you know what doesn't make sense how the detroit lions lost last night <laughs> but the pistons won what yes yeah pistons won. and then 28 game losing streak well you know what that means detroit will now win 28 games in a row or they start another 28-game losing streak. No, no. Let's go the other way. Let's try win 25. I think they'll be happy if they win two in a row. I know. I will. You know, it's too bad I didn't find that parlay on time on DraftKings to take how many more games the Pistons are going to win. You were thinking like five to ten, weren't you? Yeah. And, I, you know, the thing about it is that I have so many, I have so many apps about betting. ESPN bad, <laughs> MGM, MGM. I just too many. The so. crazy thing is that uh, it's kind of ironic um, for anybody that listened to our podcast this week. Um, condolences once again, buddy, to losing your dad. Thanks, and you guys that. had the ceremony yesterday. And I mean, I guess there's no random acts. Like, how ironic is it that your dad goes into the sky and is in a better place? Well, not I mean because he was suffering, of course, but so, but 
and then the Pistons win. I mean, yeah. I don't know what to say. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like it's almost like when he died, he gave the Pistons more spirit of the game, yeah, more strength. Maybe he was in Detroit last night. Maybe you guys put him in the ground and then he went straight to Detroit to help him make some buckets. Yeah, I don't know. It's I'm not trying to make a joke of it. No, but it's true. Yeah. He's probably on the he's probably on the bench somewhere. He's pushing him towards the basket. Alley oop! Boom! <laughs> but anyway, there's not much. I mean, they won. But yeah. to the Lions, this is a very interesting game. Um, when we were doing a little bit of talk about it last night, um, the Lions had them. I mean, I'm a diehard Cowboys fan, and I'm not going to sit here and toot a horn because um, we played like shit. Our rushing defense is trash. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. I truly believe that if the Detroit Lions have a rush defense like this, that they are the only team that could probably beat the 49ers. Okay. Um, you think they'd be able to – well, one thing I could say about that is that that's true for the 49ers because Pudi is not a mobile quarterback like like Hurts. But it's been proven for Detroit that they do have problems with with uh, Hurts and Fields because that's much more mobile. And look what the, and look what the uh, Baltimore Ravens did in Detroit with Lamar Jackson running around. And it seems like it didn't matter who or what was going on. But I think the Eagles would give them more trouble because you got those three receivers. And look at what CeeDee Lamb did to them last night. For some reason, even though they had a great defense, they gave up 223 yards to CeeDee Lamb. And that's the one person you need to shut down. Well, they gave up a big play in the beginning of the game. And they had the sack. Yeah. And they had the sack. Prescott ran out of, out of the pocket. Uh, Hutchinson almost had him. He runs out of the pocket. And the CeeDee Lamb kind of like all by himself, but wasn't. And a missed tackle. And he's running for the races. And he scores the touchdown. So even after almost having the safety, the game was absolutely amazing. It was 13-10 going into the fourth quarter. And... I mean, I was actually worried that the Lions were going to win. I mean, I really was. Yeah. Um, Detroit kind of shot themselves in for it twice by Jared Goff's uh, uh, interceptions. And I don't know if it was if the – I think it was the play call because Detroit seems to go to that play on third and shorts, and then he throws it, and then Goff just throws it. He almost throws it, throws it to the ground. And the defense for the Cowboys just kind of figured out what the ball was going to be, and then they scooped it up. But think about this. Even with Jared Goff having an absolute, I don't want to say dog shit, but it wasn't a, it was, it was crappy. Yeah. They still legitimately had a, a good chance to win. You know, they, um, we know the outcome of what happened. The, the, the Cowboys ended up barely winning 20 to 19, but, and the Lions marched out on the field, and they had the opportunity. But the thing is, I want to talk about the officiating. Um, these three, yeah, who was a four. First of all, if you haven't paid attention, um, like you, these, like you said, those Yahoos, um, Lions fan or Cowboys fan, it was both ways. Um, it, if you rewatch it, it truly looks like both offensive linemen did report to. Uh, a referee Dockery did for sure And said I'm an eligible receiver mm-hmm. And There's still a flag after they score the touchdown In 2019 mm-hmm. Now 
the only thing before I finish this sentence is we can backtrack when it was 17 to 13. And there was that controversial call that Cowboys fans saw. And it was 17-13 and they called a trip on the Delphs Cowboys offensive lineman. But actually, Hutchington was the one that actually tripped. Okay. And that would have then gotten them a first down. And then now we're looking at maybe Detroit not going down and scoring. Even if they did, it would be 24-13. And now we're at 24-20 and none of this shit matters. But then... The main issue is the Yahoos and the refs mm-hmm. kind of made this game a lot closer than what it could be, or they decided the game. And they are going to be majorly penalized. There's only one game left in the season, and they will not be refereeing in the playoffs. Yeah. So. Yeah. What well, Dan Campbell said before the game. He's ballsy. Coach. Yeah. But he did say in the beginning of the game, or the press conference, that that Decker was going to probably be their uh, as a receiver off, off the offensive line. So it was no like secret that Decker was going to be there. It was just that it, seemed, it just seems like these referees are playing the numbers game with whoever they are playing with and to keep the game relevant. Because what was the spread of the game originally? The spread was originally... Five and a half, and then it went to four and a half, then it went back. I know it was at six, then it went to five, then it was at four and a half in the morning yesterday, and then closed at five and a half. So think about this. It was 20 to 17, or 20 to 13, so they were covering the spread till the line scored. And then I, uh, even with the referees, the, with the, the two controversial calls between both plays, I, as we were talking about this last night, when they're at the two-yard line, um, I don't blame them for going for two. As I mean, the anybody that wasn't paying attention is the Lions had nothing to lose in this. Well, I mean, explain why because what I can't. mean by that is the 49ers are playing two nobody teams. They're playing the the Commanders, and then they're playing. I mean, the Rams are a very good team, but. All they have to do is win the day, today's game, and they hold all tiebreakers. So then the 49ers don't even have to – it doesn't matter what they do against the Rams, and they would be the number one seed lock. Yeah. So now that you lock – or if you lose, it doesn't matter also because the Eagles are playing the Arizona Cardinals and the New York Giants. So now you're looking at – they can't get the two seed, so the only the the only benefit for going for two is to get that one seed. You there's no in between. It's either you're yeah. going to be the one seed or you're going to be the three seed. You can't fall any farther than the third seed. So you would get one game if there's no penalties. If Dan Campbell gets the two point conversion, and well, originally it was successful. Um, and even if you're a cowboy, even if I'm a Cowboys fan, and based on what the information I know, the Lions did get screwed on that original call. Yeah. Um, but there were there were at least a couple within that two point conversion. There were a penalty on Detroit. And there was a penalty. So they went back the very next play. And then they went back. That's what I want to ask. Yeah. There was yeah. three penalties on that play. So yeah. I want to ask you, when they got pushed all the way back to the eight yard line. Yeah, they should have just gone for the field goal. And then we're talking overtime. Yeah. 
And to be honest with you, the momentum was in Detroit's favor. Yeah. So why wouldn't? Yeah. I mean, even though you're away, you might as well go for the win. But then if you got that penalty to be second or first and goal, you might as well. I mean, fourth is fourth and goal on the eight yard line for a two point for that two point conversion. You should have just kicked the field goal. And well, and then you got lucky enough to get moved to the four-yard line. Yeah. And then, then you're debating about it again, but I still take the tie. Yeah, you got to take the tie. But Dan Campbell is very aggressive, and well, I mean, most of the time he does. I mean, he sixty. I would say sixty percent of the time, the four downs work. Well, in the first half, he messed up <sighs> when he went for it, and it was and seven three, and they should have and it kicked was the field goal and kicked the field goal. Because you were right where you wanted to be. And being up by three points isn't really that much difference. But behind by one point makes a bigger difference because now you're not a two-possession game. And you're not even going for two in this situation. Because exactly. you'd be up a point. Yeah. And that's something that Dan Campbell seems, as a head coach, as a as his first time as a head coach for Detroit, even though this is his third year, right? This is his third year or yeah. second year. Yeah. So even though he, 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 he still has those grow, uh, growing pains about what to do in certain s- situations. And Detroit in the past have got screwed by a couple games against Dallas in, in the past. So that is somewhat very s- spectacle. About it, seems like Dallas has Detroit's number. Yes, when Detroit was in that, when Detroit was in Detroit, when Dallas was in Detroit, the '93 playoff, we beat Dallas. But in the regular season or in the playoffs at Dallas, Detroit seems to get kind of screwed by the referees. But saying that, I think one thing that we need to keep addressing is that. Jared Goff is not a great quarterback on the road. It seems like he gets flustered. It seems like he gets, he doesn't know what, it seems like he doesn't know how to read the defense. But when he's at home, he feels comfortable. I mean, it's still defense, you have to be on the road. And the noise and all this stuff. So, it's a growing pain game. Uh, I would consider Detroit keep playing all their players for at least for next week. I wouldn't let him sit out and rest. I think that'd be bad for Detroit. You don't want players sitting around for a couple of weeks not doing nothing. Am I right? Especially a team that has never been and in the playoffs. Arizona is tied with Philly. Wow. 21-21? No, it is. 28-28 with 5.26 left, but Eagles are marching down the field and they have the ball to Arizona 40. So, I mean, but the game was like 15 points and now it's tied. Wasn't that like, wasn't it like 21 and 6? Yeah. Now it's 28 28. So that means they had to have probably gotten one or two two point conversions. Yeah. 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 The NFL is weird this week. Like, if, you, if, if anyone's watching the Miami game, Miami's playing like garbage. Mozart doesn't know what he's doing. No, Mozart's not in. He's not playing at all. No, that's why they had the other guy. They had the Avon. He got he oh. got scratched. 
Oh, where's that? And Waddle's not in either. Oh, well, regardless, I think, I don't know, like Waddle isn't really doing much. Terry Carroll's not doing much. I'm surprised that that Ty doesn't run with the football more. I think he needs to do that just a little bit more. So he, you mean the running back or the quarterback? Mm-hmm. He needs to run more. It's going backwards to what I'm saying about about Lamar Jackson. I thought Lamar Jackson should be passing more, and and he has, but it's only because his receivers are catching footballs. If his receivers weren't catching footballs, he'd be he'd be he'd be running. That's why that's why we kill. That's what would kill uh, Jack, uh, uh, Baltimore last year and the year before. This is why I didn't pick him to win anything in the Super Bowl because I didn't think their wide receivers would come through. Bateman, I think Beckham Jr. And this likely kid is playing well. He's Got two hot. touchdowns today. He's hot. And it seems like they're focusing on way too much on Beckham and Bateman and, and likely is all by himself. So, and Baltimore uh, returned the football out of out of out of a punt for about like sixty yards. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, it was pretty. It's pretty phenomenal. Yeah, but I I at this point I don't know. I think Baltimore probably is the number one favorite, even over uh, even over San Fran. Be Sam Fran and Baltimore, I would almost go with Baltimore. I think they have a better defense in special teams. They'd be in a rematch at a neutral site in Vegas. Mm-hmm. So, so what would you do? Who would you <sighs> have to pick? In a rematch on a neutral field. But you also saying the Buffalo Bills can beat the Ravens. The dark, the dark horse, Buffalo Bills. Okay. In the in the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, I don't know if I would consider Rams a dark horse because the Rams have been there, and they are not like someone that you ignore. With the Bills, because they're having such a bad year, they are the dark horse, and no one's expecting them to do anything at the end of the year. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. The Rams have a better win winning streak at the end of the year than than the Bills do. And I think you're very blessed if you get that sixth seed and you get to play the falling Chiefs. For you give me four and a half points in that first playoff game, I'm all over the Bills. You oh, give yeah. me four and a half points. Yeah. And then you give me four and a half points when Dallas has to go to Tampa Bay. I'm all over that Dallas Cowboys game. I'm a plus four and a half too. Wait a second. Why would the why would Tampa why would why would Dallas be Plus four and a half. Well, they're going to be plus one and a half because it's a road game. Because Dow- because Tampa Bay will be the four seed and Dallas will be the five seed. Oh, wow. Really? Oh, wait. Yeah, because if we don't win a division, the Eagles win a division. Oh, you're right. But they would really go down to five? Yeah, because remember you have... They can't go to three? Or Detroit's no, three. Detroit because the NFC North. That's number over. one, San Francisco. Number two, yeah. Eagles. Number three, Detroit. Number four, Tampa Bay. Dallas, five. Rams, six. And then to follow it out with either the Seahawks, Packers, or Vikings. 
they're out. I don't know what Vikings aren't going to do nothing. They're done. They're only one game out. I know, but I just don't see how they would. I don't see how they have the talent for that. It just seems so obnoxious to think that the Vikings. I don't think Dobbs is out. I just don't know. If they're I'm, on their rookie. Co- they're on that Hall kid from BYU Mormons. Yeah. Yeah, it's just so. So you're, you're telling me you're benching Mullins because he threw too many picks and you're not willing to go back to Dobbs and you're only one game in the out of the playoffs hunt? You're not going to give me experience with Dobbs? It's so stupid. I don't get what, what's going on. And he won the first three games in a row. Well, the first three games of the when he got traded. So what happened? He forgot how to play football? It's so weird. I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. How do you have an experienced quarterback who won three games with the Vikings in the beginning when he got traded and he was doing so well in the Cardinals and now he can't play or can't start? Someone explain that to me. I don't know, but can we talk about C.J. Stroud coming back today? Oh, we. 26-3 over the Titans right now. Yeah. Um, 24-32. 213 yards, one touchdown. Pretty good for his bat, uh, day back and not playing the last three weeks. And they stay in the playoff hunt, and they stay tied for first place. Is he the record of the year? Hmm. He's got to be, correct? Yeah, who else would be? Not Williams from Detroit. He hasn't done much yet. Wait a sec. He's not even. No, he's the second year. What the Rams receiver oh, yeah. Nuka, Nuka, maybe. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, you got to have. I mean, he's obviously the AFC rookie, right? Yeah. I mean, the kid is just natural talent. Um,. Well, I think it's a surprise talent from coming from, coming from Ohio State. Because they usually fail. Yeah. Yeah, they really do. So this makes it very interesting, guys. The Texans win. There's only a minute left. The Colts are up by seven over the Raiders. So they'll be nine and seven. The Texans will be nine and seven. And even though this is not a surprise because the Carolina Panthers are dog shit. Trevor Lawrence didn't play, mm-hmm. but the Jags had to win, and they won with C.J. Beard. And we got a three-way tie at 9-7 and seven going into the final week. Ooh. So we are literally talking about the division is open to grab and open. Technically, all three of these teams can still make the playoffs. Yeah. The Jags play the nobody Titans mm-hmm. on the road. Uh, it's because they have a bad quarterback. They still have uh, Derrick Henry. They, have, they still have Hopkins. But boy, does this make an interesting game. What time will they put this on? You got CJ, Mr. CJ, Mr. Strahd, and the Texans 
going into Indianapolis and Gardner Minshew, Mr. Down by a River. Dude, I like that guy. This is winner take all. You know what? I'm going to say Texans. You know why? Texans win a division? Yeah, we know why. Okay. Because Pittman, Pittman, I don't know about his health condition. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, I don't think he's playing. Uh, what's the other No, Jonathan Taylor's playing. But is he any good right now? He, he scored hurt? a touchdown today. Oh. He's not hurt? He scored. Hmm. How about Zach Moss? He's out. So they're just using Jonathan Taylor. Okay. Okay. And his stats today were 21 carries, 96, almost 100 yards total, and one touchdown. Hmm. So maybe I'm wrong. But Texans. So are you going to say you're saying Texans win a division? Yeah. I don't know who holds a tiebreaker because the Jags are playing the Titans. Yeah, right. I don't know either. So then here gets the interesting thing. Wait a second. So does Jack, so does Trevor Lawrence come back next week? I don't know. If if no, there's no way that Jackson is going to win. They lose to the Titans? Yeah. Because Carolina is not good. Yeah. Yeah. So if that is the case, it gets really interesting because Steelers are playing the Seahawks today mm-hmm. and – that's a toss-up game. Mm-hmm. Who wins that game? Steelers. It's in Seattle. Uh, no. Well, I can't. I don't trust Geno Smith. And then Reynolds is the quarterback, right? For, Rudolph? For St. Louis. I know for Steelers. Right? Mason Rudolph. Yeah, Rudolph. My bad. Who did I say? I don't know who the fuck Reynolds is. Oh. Rudolph, I don't know. I, in my head, I looked at Rudolph and I said Reynolds. But uh, yeah, Rud- I don't know about. I don't know. I think Seattle's going to win that game because Geno Smith is a little bit better. So then the Seahawks stay in the seventh seed, and pretty much this Packers Vikings game tonight means nothing because the Rams won and the Seahawks won, and tonight's game at Eight fifteen means nothing. No. That's if the Seahawks win, which we think the Seahawks will win. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I think Seattle. I think Seahawks are going. Okay. But, but can Pittsburgh move up anywhere if they win or lose? That's the question. So right now, if the playoffs were today, yeah. Pittsburgh is the ninth seed, but they are tied. With Jacksonville and Indianapolis, mm-hmm. um, so then we're at Jacksonville one, so they're nine and seven. Colts one, they're nine and seven. So if the Steelers win, they would be nine and seven, mm-hmm. going into the last week of the season. Mm-hmm. And we already know who Houston and um, Colts have to play. Um, The Steelers play the Ravens. So the Steelers are fucked either way. Yeah. Unless yeah. unless the Ravens sit everybody. That's possible because they've been there before. I would I would not I think I think they'll play the first half. 
stars to play the first half. Second half, that's a game I would probably pick the over-under under for that game. In this point spread, I would give it plus to whatever Steelers need. I don't know. I can't tell. I can't. I don't. I just think that if you have to play against Baltimore in the last game of the year, you might be lucky for the Steelers. If you're playing the, all the parlays and touchdown parlays or point spreads and all that, I would take the under. But if you're playing for them to actually score on the same game parlay, I would stay away from that game. Because in reality, it doesn't really matter who, which Ravens score. They score twice, and the Steelers don't score at all. It is done. And you, and you, if you pick anybody on the Steelers, it's the same game parlay. Just don't see how Najee Harris or Pickett's Pickens is going to score. Warren, maybe the running back Warren. I yeah, don't know. I don't know either. I just I would stay away from that game. If I were you guys, I would. I really would. In Detroit with the Vikings next week. You, like I said before, you don't want to sell those guys. They're not ready to be setting down. You want them to keep those guys fresh. Make them understand that every game counts. And I wouldn't want Detroit to lose the last game of the year and go into the playoffs with a losing mentality. So you want to play everybody as much as possible. There. So the Cardinals are marching down the field. They have a first and 10 at the Arizona 44-yard line. They're down by a field goal. So they're going to kick the field goal and tie the game. Could go to overtime. Overtime. A lot of these games are going over. They should be going overtime. Detroit should have gone overtime, but they didn't choose not to. So there you go. Sometimes you got to tie the game to make the game more relevant. Am I right? Am I right? And I mean, a two seed is more important than a three seed. Yeah. Of course. But if you're a two seed, Detroit's a two seed and Seattle falls to where they're supposed to be, then Detroit would play Seattle. All right? Well, you certainly want to play Seattle. Once again, I've been calling it all year. If they stay, I mean, Seattle does not. I would rather play Seattle than the Rams. Of course, because what better way for Matthew Stafford to get revenge on Detroit? Well, not really revenge, but he can... Pam, he can pamper, he can uh, stomp on Detroit's dreams. What would you do if you're Matthew Stafford? Knowing a team that you played for for nine years, they did somewhat things for you, like Kevin Johnson and all that, but they really didn't do much for you. Do you go in that game saying, I want to kill this team, or do you go up in this game like, ugh, feel bad for these guys if I kill them? Right? You want to have fun. Well, yeah, but... I just, I just don't know. I just don't know. And Jared Goff has got much more of a revenge thing on the Rams than does Matthew Stafford. Well, didn't you say Williams came from the Rams? Reynolds. Reynolds came from the Rams. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a year after Goff and then, and then that's a free agency for Reynolds. But I mean, next week is very interesting, too. The Seahawks play the Cardinals. And the 49ers play the Rams. And it's going to depend on who sits who. But, I mean, that's next week. We'll touch on that a little bit more later. But, you know, like like Chargers-Broncos game tonight at 425 is irrelevant. 
I mean, we're watching two backup quarterbacks because they benched an $85 million quarterback, Russell Wilson. (laughs) Why would you do that? Is is, is he that bad? I don't even know what to fucking say. Why would you? I mean, they're still in a playoff hunt, technically, or not. Before the day started. And then then you're so fed up with him that you're willing to give up $85 million and bench him for the rest of the season? What does that tell the rest of the team? That you pissed off Champagne and you're going to send him to bench and get him traded? Or a free agent? And they're going to stride him. Yeah. You know what? I would tell you this. Russell Wilson probably is the luckiest man in the world. Now he can just sit on the bench. I would say, can I at least leave the building and facility? Keep my number here, but I'm going to go home. Whatever home is to him. So are you saying he's what, st- stacking it up? He's not going to go play anymore? He's not going to go to another team like the Minnesota Vikings? No. I think, I think Minnesota Vikings need a quarterback. Well, Kirk Cousins might come back next year, right? Maybe. Really? Maybe? Kirk Cousins. Your boy. <laughs> right? Your he, boy. He's my boy. Yeah. You telling me that this is his last year? Kirk Cousins? Probably. As a Vikings or as a NFL player? Probably as a Viking. Really? He doesn't. He's, he's just not young. I called up Holland. Remember, he's got a golf course. Oh, yeah. So you'd rather be in a golf course than playing football. I didn't say he was done. I'm just saying. Oh, wow. Well, who's going to pick his ass up? <laughs> He's not, I mean, he's not that good. He comes home? Detroit. <laughs> That's a long shot. That's not happening. Bridgewater. Is retiring. I know, but we don't need Cousins as a backup quarterback. <laughs> He'll make Detroit just like Scott Mitchell did. <laughs> He'd be our Scott Mitchell. I'm serious. But you will see Kirk Cousins somewhere else next year. But where? I, I mean, you're gonna have you're gonna have Kyler Murray somewhere else too. Yeah, Denver. He's okay. younger. He's younger. Younger version of Wilson. He's got more talent there, right? That's a fair statement. Yeah, I would say Kirk Cousins would go to somewhere like the. Dun 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 Touchdown Cardinals! Lions are back in a number two seed. You really kill that noise. The Eagles are absolutely fucked because there's only 32 seconds on the clock with no timeouts. Wow. So you know what that means? Them boys are probably in first place. Them boys, those Cowboys are in first place. But wait a second. In their division. They're both 11 and 5, baby. Yeah, but who's got a tiebreaker? We do. Really? Do, 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 do. Thank you, Cardinals. That means they actually beat both of us this year. Wow. The Cardinals beat the Eagles and the Cowboys. Well, you know what that means? Dallas is still going to lose the first playoff game. (laughs) Fuck no. Yeah. Not at home. Well, I don't know. Undefeated, baby. Who do they play then? They'll play Seattle. Oh, Seattle's going to make it up. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Seattle will play Detroit now. 
Motherfucker. What? We'll hold the tiebreaker over you guys. We'll be the three seed. We'll have to fucking play St. Louis. I will have to play out of Los Angeles Rams. Yeah. Because we'll hold the tiebreaker over you. Yeah. We'll be the three seed. You'll be the three seed. But that can't be possible because you guys said, they said that you guys were guaranteed the three seed. Yeah. That makes no sense. There's no way that Detroit goes up. Oh, so we go to the two seed. Yeah, you guys go to two seed. So we play Seattle. And we'll still play the Rams. Jeez. Be so sad. Which means we get two guaranteed games, which means you will have to, if you can pull off a miracle and beat the Rams, you still got to come to the D. And you got to come back to Jerry's world. And then then you probably lose that game. That seemed to happen in 1992, 93, 91, with Detroit, with, uh, what's, his, what's his name? With Barry Sanders. Remember Barry Sanders? Yeah. And then they beat Dallas at Dallas for the playoff game. No, actually, that's not true. Detroit beat Dallas and Detroit. So that's not true. It was that year when Detroit went to Dallas and we lost off a bad call. So. So. So with this all being said right now, guys, if a miracle doesn't happen, which I already think I've already said this all year, and I will not retract my statement because number six, Matthew Stafford will come into Detroit and knock them off this year. So, at this rate, it looks like Dallas could be playing the Rams in the second round. But if I am completely wrong and the Lions do win at home, we will have a rematch. Yeah. In round two. And then the referees will call a game for Detroit. Yeah? Yeah? Please? Mm. Come on. Help me out here. Oh, guess who made a... The Cowboys ran our honor yesterday. Jerry or uh, Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. You happy about that? It's all right. You don't care? One of the greatest coaches, the Dallas Cowboys. He was a good coach. You don't care? Troy Aikman was there. He was a good coach. He deserves to be there. Mike Irvin was there. The Moose. The Moose. Well, no, yeah. who wasn't there? Who? Deion Sanders. Was he there? He was yeah, there. he was the night too. Yeah, but he wasn't there at the ceremony. He wasn't there. No, you're right. So, congratulations, Jimmy Johnson. Uh, no one cares about you, cowgirls. You only care about your cheerleaders. Second place now, baby. Thank you, thank you, Arizona Cardinals. Dak Prescott. Do you think Dak Prescott's a good quarterback? Or do you think he had over 300 yards yesterday? Well, yeah. Yeah, this thing's about Detroit that needs to clean up again. I mean, last week it was penalties. This week it's coverage. But we got overscrewed by the re- by the referees. That's not a good thing. Um, any other sports news we need to talk about? I mean, Kyler Murray was off the wall today. Um, 25 of 31, 232 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. James Conner. You, what, what a day for him, 128 yards rushing. Yeah. I mean, that's a hell of a, hell of a day. He had a retro Steelers moment, right? He came from the Steelers. It was great for a while. You know? So. I mean, other than that. Well, um, we'll talk about one more thing. We'll just talk about Packers-Vikings. Do you care who's going to win that game? No. No, it doesn't matter. 
Uh, we'll, we'll talk about one one bowl game. Tomorrow is a big day for Michigan and Alabama. Oh, wait, can we before we talk about that? How how excited were you that the Ohio State Buckeyes lost yesterday? Well, they had nobody. Yeah, no one was playing. You're right. I don't think even Harrison Jr. was playing, was he? No. And they had a, what a fourth, third string quarterback. Yeah. I flipped that channel for a second. And I've never seen a quarterback so angry that he started the game knowing that no one's going to be playing on the team. They need to do something about that college football crap. You know what I mean? You pay these guys like millions of dollars now, and now they don't want to play because they want to be drafted in, in the NFL, or they just simply don't want to play. Then what's the whole point of having bowl games? Right? True. So True. what's True. And the problem is that they wait till the whole month to get these games going. Now, next year it's going to be different because they have 12 teams. Well, I have to start the playoffs a little bit early. Right by the second week. I mean, probably the next week after the regular season ends for college football. They'll wait one week because they'll probably still name the Heisman. They'll oh, name yeah. the Heisman the week after and then. Yeah. Go well, from there. But that's, an, I don't, that's why it's so dumb. Did you win any money off those college bowl games? Yesterday, because players didn't. I did, but then I lost it on the Wyoming game in the last second field goal because I took a money line on Ole Miss and I took the money line on Maryland. But yeah, I mean that in itself is just so. I just I don't like that. I don't like these players not playing, and then transferring pool is so big, and then you're not even. There's no reason to watch bowl games anymore, unless you're in the finals. Yeah, I or maybe if you're playing on a New Year's Day bowl. Yeah, that's it. Like tomorrow, Michigan. And, and there was no, there was no point for any of the. Um, even if I was a bench warmer, I wouldn't have played if for the Seminoles. Oh, that's another game, Georgia. What a what a cock of crap that was for Georgia. You have to play a team that no one wants to play in, and. All the Florida State, some of those guys, like, I'm not playing this game. It means nothing to me anymore. We should be in the – and what would you do as a head coach? Just sit there, pretend it's nothing happened? I don't know. See, that's – they need to fix that problem. They got – they – the college football, the NCAA board totally messed up the whole BC, the, the BCS crap. Basically, he did what Sean just did. Farted all over that Florida State's life. If you heard that, it was quite loud. <laughs> He's laughing about it because he knows it's true. <laughs> See? Told um, you, plead the fifth. But Alabama against Michigan. Are they still giving Michigan that plus four and a half? I don't know, but the Giants almost just tied the game and they decided to go for a two-point conversion instead. And the Rams are going to sneak by 26-25. It's third and nine. They got to get a first down, and they might lose this game. Who? The Rams? The Rams are only up 26-25 on the Giants. Ooh. So that would be good for Detroit. So we don't have to play the Rams. Am I right? Yeah. But anyway, back to Michigan. That remote doesn't work that well. There you go. So Michigan, Alabama, it's a one and a half points. 
Yeah. What is it? One and a half. Plus one and a half for Bama. Minus one and a half for the Wolverines, our state. I would go plus one and a half for Alabama. Well, if you're going to take a plus one and a half, you might just take the money line. Ah, that's true. That's true. But then you're not going to root for them because you're a Michigan fan, so you better take the money line for Michigan. No, as a betting man, I would take Alabama. As a person, bump it up to three. Yeah, but for me personally, I'm not going to bet that game. You could maybe take certain players to score. Yeah, that probably. Maybe you take the maybe you take the quarterback to run one in. Maybe you take. I mean, guaranteed your running back. Mm-hmm. That's maybe what you I take Wilson to score. Yeah, something. Like and you that. might if, if you're going to bet this game, you take like the over under and you take player props. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would not. I personally would not. I personally would not bet against Michigan. But I, as a betting man, I would go at least plus two and a half for Alabama, at least. No doubt. No doubt. And then the other game we have is Washington and Texas. Texas. It's a home game for, for the Longhorns, basically. Yeah. So, if Texans don't win, you guys stink. Completely stink. But you know what could happen? The whole thing. It could be an upset. Don't you think that's being an upset for Washington to beat Texas? Yeah, be. I mean, Penix is a great. Yeah, that'd be an upset game. It really would. Hmm. Oh, that's just a couple of minutes behind, isn't it? So, yeah, but think about that, right? Right? Yeah. Yeah, so that's the problem. I mean, Washington's fast, but remember, they don't have a good defense. No. No, they don't. Oh, yeah, that's true. Washington doesn't have a good defense. So you're assuming that Texans is going to win that game. But is their quarterback as good as... Penix is a better quarterback. Yeah. So whoever gives up the less turnovers is going to be the key element of the game. Am I right? Yeah. And, I mean, here's the kicker is Ken, are back to Alabama for a second. Bama has the best record in college football in the bowl games for the college playoff, 9-4. and four. So they've played in 13 games. Yeah. It's always hard to bet against Nick Saban, too. Yeah. Yeah. But still, I mean, I think, well, what you said before – I said before is that their core is that I think Alabama's quarterback isn't as good. I really don't. I think if you can get to the backfield, if you can get him to the backfield, you'd be all right. Do I think he's as mobile? Maybe. But I think you can get to him. I really do. I don't think he's that good. I think they're good because they have good offense and defense. You know what I'm worried about as a fan Mm -hmm. is they want a rematch. They want Bama versus Texas. Oh, yeah, you're right. That was a field goal game. It was 27-24. Yeah. And I hate to say it. You think it's... I mean, Michigan needs to come out and go, go strong and go up 10 or 14 points. Yeah. If this is a close game, 
It's going to be decided by a flag. I know. But so you actually think that, so you're kind of telling me that you think games are. I don't want to say they're fixed, but they want Bama versus Texas. The nation does. Yeah, because most people don't want Michigan, correct? Michigan against the world. Yeah. But to be honest with you. Michigan's the best team. You think so? On paper. On defensive paper, too. On all-around paper. Mm. The, the defense? Do you think- Washington doesn't have a defense. I mean, yes, the SEC is good, but... Do you think that Michigan could be... Michigan could be Washington and Texas? Like either Washington or. doesn't have defense. But still, the talent. I mean... But, I mean, they have larger players, stronger players. I just don't see how Michigan can outscore somebody like Bama and Texas or Washington. So are you telling me if they're lucky enough to get past Bama, they're not going to win the championship? They'll I, lose in the championship, even I, if it's Texas or Washington? I think, I, think, I think Michigan's biggest issue is this. And what, kind of what you said in the past about Michigan. Michigan never covers the point spreads, right? One and a half is tough, which means they if, if, if you don't cover one and a half, you're losing the game. Unless you win 24-23 or 21-20. Okay, uh, no, I'm sorry. That's a bad energy. I would say you think that Michigan doesn't score in enough points per game against most teams who are good. Probably, yes. So that's why in itself is why I don't think they could be Washington – and, and Texas. Texas. I think their defense is better, but I don't know personally if they can actually keep up with the. I just think the defense is going to be played on the field too long, and Michigan doesn't score a lot of points in the first half. They're a second half team, but you can't wait that long to score your points in the second half, correct? You are correct. You can't wait to the fourth quarter to outscore your opponent by how many points they outscore their opponent. And that's the problem that with Michigan will have. Michigan is built like an NFL defensive team, like the John Hardballs of, of Baltimore, but they're not built like San Francisco or Texas or Washington where they can just score, score, score. Okay. So that's why it'd be huge for Michigan to win it all in itself. Because they really are not the, to me, they're not the favorite team. They're not the, the favorite to win it all. Just because I'm, I'm more realistic reality guy kind of guy. I watch Texas and I watch Alabama and I watch Washington and they just roll over anybody points by. So even though Texas and Oregon, I see this. We have the opportunity for Crosby, the former San Francisco or the former Green Bay Packer for is playing for the Giants. I did not know this. They could beat the Rams. It is 26-25. It is a 54-yard field goal at home. Against the win. He's short. It had to have been blocked. Yep. So the Rams sneak by with a W. Wow, wow, wow. No flag. There's nothing there. And Stafford looks really sad because he has to play against his team in two weeks. 
Do you set out Stafford next week then? Make sure he doesn't get hurt. That, um, that whole team lives and dies by Stafford. Truly. He's a he's a true fighter in itself. He's I big, don't think you can sit him yet because... No? Whoever wins the game between Minnesota and Green Bay, they would have a chance to be 9-8. and eight. I don't know who holds the tiebreaker between... If they if both teams are nine and eight, you got to get that tenth win to solidify. Okay. Okay, I agree. I do, I do. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this has been a long week for me. There's no way I'm gonna be. Uh, I don't think I can focus much longer. So, thank you for listening to Crazy Dre Podcast, y'all. Thank you, Parlay Sean, for showing up. Happy New Year. Uh. Let's uh, have a good year, 2024. Let's uh, behave out there. Let's uh, call Ubers. And uh, you have you have to work tomorrow. Thank you. I have to work tomorrow, and so do you. I know. I was very blessed this weekend to uh, have a couple dates. I know. A couple Hong Kongs. <laughs> You're so dumb. Why? That's what you No, told. no. And isn't that what you happen? Hong Kongs and tweet tweets. You are so dumb. <laughs> Sean got into second base. Good for you. But yeah, she's a lovely lady. She is. She's a sweetheart. Uh oh. Too bad. I just said it on the podcast. I should go listen to it. And she's going, No, you told us what happened. Hong Kong. You're dumb. <laughs> well, it's been a while. All right, folks. Let's, uh, let's have a good weekend. Uh, let's hope that Sean keeps it in the shorts. Don't get too happy too soon. Doink. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Crazy Jerry Podcast, y'all, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is your boy, aka Crazy Crockett. Thank you for coming back. Talk to you by, I don't know, we'll talk to you by Thursday for sure for the NFL. There's no Thursday night games. I know. But we'll probably still put something <sighs> out there for the weekend because there'll be Saturday games, right? There's no Saturday games either. All Sunday. All Sunday. All right. We'll do it. But well, we're going. Well, we're going to probably do it. But we want to do a podcast to keep it consistent for Thursday for all you Thursday kids, so you guys know that we're on Thursday. And then we'll try to do it again on during the first Sunday afternoon for Monday morning and all that stuff. So about peace, love, and uh, yep. Thank you, Parley. Sean. You're welcome. <laughs>